across the finance industry, when markets drop, we all put out some version of this narrative. We think successful investors are patient investors. This thinking is born out of decades of experience that has left us with the knowledge that we should focus most crucially on ascertaining a client's tolerance for exposure to market risk so that when it rears its ugly head, clients understand that such risk is just part of investing and that since we incorporated that risk into our original thinking, we need not worry too much about our longer-term outcomes. But it all seems a little dismissive, maybe. Certainly, we won't argue that it might to folks who have seen their portfolios drop by some very uncomfortable amount. And the best response to someone concerned about remaining invested in a downtrodden market almost certainly isn't, look, you're already down 20%. What sense does it make to pull out now? There's little reason to believe that you'll be able to get back in below the current level as your present mindset is likely to persist well past the point of durable rebound. Still, we think there's truth in that rather too glibly blunt statement. So here begins a maybe more thoughtful attempt to convey the same meaning. The statements, well, I think the market is going to go down further, and, well, I think the market is going to rebound, are fair as far as expectational broadcasting goes. But we believe such expectations alone are rather less meaningful when reviewed in hindsight. And that's not because we might get either of those directional estimates wrong. We probably will. But again, prescient or not doesn't matter. In the context of long-term financial outcomes, it's the reaction to those expectations that matters most. If we get the rebound bit wrong, well, boo. We experienced additional losses in our portfolio, perhaps even more than we might otherwise have experienced if we chose to become more aggressive as a result of our expectations, which happened to have turned out wrong. But that leaves us right back to where we were, pondering whether we think the market's going to go up and down and whether or not we should remain invested. Same mostly goes for the opposite, except for one big difference. If we think the market is going to go down, and it does, yay for us. We thought correctly. But how did we react to that initial thinking? If we had chosen to do nothing, we're in the same place as the sit-tight optimist, and a bit better off than the investor who chose to become more aggressive. The investor who chose to get out of the market is the most psyched, of course. Few more powerful combinations than being correct, and via that correctness, not losing money. However... That investor, in our view, now is presented with an even greater challenge, a challenge that our personal experience suggests few overcome. And that challenge is that the dire circumstances that fostered the pessimistic thinking are likely to persist beyond the market's eventual rebound. So that investor is likely to continue thinking that the market will fall further and therefore will choose to retain a cautious stance. What tends to happen then is that, despite having done better in the near term than the folks who chose to stay invested, the lack of exposure to the market rebound tends to leave the more pessimistic investor less fortunate in the long term. So how do we find comfort when markets provide none? I find it first helps when I remember that I own an asset that I believe has an inherent value greater than that which investors presently ascribe it. And that's true, at least should be true, at the top and the bottom of the market. Of course, it's harder to believe that when all the selling suggests investors believe the exact opposite. So it further helps to think about investor psyche. So I have this view, and I'm certain it's not only mine, so I'm not laying claim to any genius here. But I tend to believe history shows that during times of macroeconomic distress, investors are simply shifting their time horizon and mass to the short term, dramatically reducing the value they see in owning risky assets. But are those assets truly worth that much less? With relatively rare exceptions from truly fundamental resets regarding inherent value, that tend to occur in pockets of the stock market, such as was the case across the tech boom and bust at the turn of the millennium, even years-long market rebounds from past drawdowns suggest not. 
that as the macroeconomic or geopolitical challenges pass and as investors stretch their views back out into the future, the values presently ascribed to stocks go up and therefore so does the market. It's an academically challenged viewpoint. Investors are supposed to be rational, you see, but I don't believe that's always or entirely true. Suggesting a different form of irrationality, I think no small portion of that ebb and flow is related to investors believing that they can profitably time a market re-entry too. We just don't find such approaches to be sound, especially since we found rare instances of durable success across more than one or two market declines. Sure, one might get lucky with the timing, but investing shouldn't be about luck. We are not betting on stocks, or bonds for that matter. Investing should not be equated to gambling, at least the sort of investing that aligns with the methodology we utilize at our firm. Speaking again to our methodology, Gauging investor comfort with exposure to market risk is fundamental to our work, and so should ensuring that as comfort changes through time, we remain flexible to such change from the portfolio standpoint, seeking to become more or less aggressive as circumstances and or emotions demand. To that end, we want to reiterate the importance of regular conversations with your advisor. During times of market frolic, any decision to alter an investment approach may be made easier by the lack of market stress. And during periods such as the present, a review of the present state in the context of longer-term plans may provide some comfort that the original plan remains the optimal one. Where it doesn't, such conversations allow room for a thoughtful redirect of expectations and investment approach where necessary. Ultimately, regardless of the state of the market, regular reviews of progress towards financial goals may ultimately help you find greater success in those endeavors. Wishing everyone a safe and super-celebratory July 4th. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Importantly, this podcast is not presented as an investment recommendation. This is not a solicitation to invest in any investment product of Signature Resources Capital Management. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. The approach described may not be right for everyone. No one listening to this podcast should take our comments as advice specific to or appropriate for their individual situations. Individual circumstances should be taken into consideration when determining a suitable investment approach. All investing carries risk, including the potential loss of principal. As with any analysis of economic and market data, it is important to remember that past performance is no guarantee of future results. 